Hello guys, welcome. It's Behind the Bunker, episode 564. Sorry, episode 563 and podcast 444, but it doesn't matter. We're here every Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, so thank you guys for tuning in. It, uh, it is our weekly paintball show. My name is Todd Ansich. With me, I have uh, Josh Zubizabrikas. Yeah. Here we go, I guess. <laughs> and Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Hey, and greetings and thanks for tuning in tonight to Beautiful Behind the Bunker. We are live. It is Monday night, 8.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is also Garbage Garbage Night, as well as Green Bin and Recycle Bin. So lots of fun stuff happening tonight. And I'll turn you over to my friend, Gavin Sharma. Good evening and salutations, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in this evening. It is Behind the Bunker, 8.05-ish. We appreciate you uh, joining us on the Facebook and the YouTube world. Make sure you hit that like, share, tag a friend or three, and contribute in the chat because we are watching. It's going to be a great program, and uh, I'm glad you joined us. I just uh, logged into Facebook, and I saw George Hay posted that we're live, so I clicked on his. So I'm watching George Hayes tonight. Wow. Yeah, maybe it'll be better. George Hayes watch party? Yes. Does he have a watch party? Remember, we used to be able to have watch parties on Facebook. There's been so many trends on Facebook that we can't do anymore. There we go. Live. Awesome. So we're uh, we're live on... Uh, George Hay. The internets. On YouTube. Oh. There we go. I see. Get, wow, Gavin, you look high definition. High def, baby. High def. Oh, I don't understand what you guys are talking about. So welcome the to the show. Uh, if you guys are new to paintball, something happened this week that got released from our good friends at Planet Eclipse. Uh, LV2 Pro Paintball Marker, ladies and gentlemen. Do you have my shot, Matt? Ladies and gentlemen, so that is the new LV2. Hopefully, you guys, uh, our internet seems to be sporadic, so hopefully you guys can see that video. If not, head on over to planeteclipse.com, and you guys can check it out there. It is fantastic. I was reading through some of the uh, uh, the, te- the the text and stuff. You should, or specs rather, you should go check it out. As I say, go to Planet Eclipse. They have all of that on their website. That may be my new marker this year. So check that out. I do like the blue, but... Uh, there's a couple other colors there that uh, are pretty fantastic um, as well. Next season, when a different colorway comes out and you just decide to get that one, can I have that <laughs> blue one? Fine. Okay. You can. Yeah, absolutely. I do like the black, but I figured I should probably get some. Just uh, right down here. Should be. I should probably get some fancy uh, fancy colors here. Um, yeah, match your eyes. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, nice to see all of you guys live. Uh, if you guys are watching us, hit that like or share button. Uh, that would be helpful as well. Uh, so with the LV1, LV2, rather, you also have the new case. Did you guys see the new case? Pretty awesome. Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, what else is new? Uh, Inceptions Designs has a new Easy Peasy ASA. That is for the EMAC EMF 100 MG100 Etha, basically any of the Planet Eclipse markers uh, that we talked there. So check that out. That's uh, available shortly, if not soon. It's uh, what is it, sixty bucks? Fifty nine ninety five American. Dollars. I can't wait for it to sell out and then me not be able to get one in Canada for the next three years. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the yeah. Uh, last week we talked about so we were talking about straight shot squeegees. Uh, thanks to Joe and his vault segment. Uh, Ponage PB uh, basically had uh, uh, a strike against him on Facebook for one of his comments that he posted on our Facebook page. And it was, I need to swab my barrel. I'm going to choke some, or I'm going to choke someone if I lose my LOL. And that got him uh, a strike on Facebook, unfortunately. Really? Oh, wow. Good for him. Yeah. Because so, of the lanyard? Because of the choking, I guess. Uh, <sighs> but he also said... Uh, Good segment for the future is how well are automated systems doing regulating paintball content on Facebook and YouTube, stuff like that. That's three, a good question. Three words. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Knock on wood, I haven't had any issues on my own personal page. Behind the bunker, we're very careful with what we post. But have you guys ever had any strikes against I you? was in the Facebook jail for, I don't know how long it was. It was like uh, two or three weeks. I actually had to send in my ID into Zuckerberg himself and just to verify who I was. And they said, at the end of the day, they said I was a mistake. And their system is so ridiculous. They called you a mistake? Yes. But, but you can't appeal it. You don't speak to anybody. It's just like it's it's being processed, but you don't know where it sits. And all of a yeah. sudden, you get this email saying, oh, you're, you're back. I'm like, what the hell happened? They said so, it was an error on their end. Not that we are by any stretch of the imaginations, but... Picture yourself being a, a large YouTube guy. You've For got sure. a million or two subscribers and you do something wrong. Someone reports you and their automated people take you down. That's your livelihood. That's your rent. That's your everything. And there's nobody that you pick up and call at YouTube. Even no. if you're a million sub, you're, it's not like you've got someone's private phone number. Uh, you're lucky if you have any contact with anyone at YouTube. And you basically have to do the same thing as all of us schlubs and Send them an email and hope someone responds and hopefully they reverse it. But Do some lobbying. Imagine yeah. how awful it is having to be at work and not being able to say whatever comes to your mind. Oh, wait. <laughs> um, Never mind. Is, I, Sheldon, um, Sheldon Careless took a picture of me during one of our D-Day games and he posted it and someone complained and I was wearing an Axis uniform. It was a reenactment type of thing. It's not it was a beautiful bo- uh, piece by Hugo Boss. It was not like, like you're a Walmart. The Hugo <laughs> Boss inspired uniform. But anyway, he got in Facebook deal and I posted a vault the other day, um, my Christmas special vault. I put it on my Instagram. And I got a message from Instagram that the content was removed yep. because it's inappropriate. I was just probably showing a couple, you know, what you might want at Christmas paintball markers. And um, there you go. You notice how I'm not on Facebook anymore? There's a reason. Why? Because <laughs> I ended up in the same boat with Gavin. He's like, send in your ID, send in all this. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm done. I'm out. Just delete it. Yeah. Well, then you won't be verified. But you know, the worst part is Instagram is worse. Is it? I had one of my posts reported and I'm not sure why. They 
They they said, "Oh, it's missing context." It was a it was a meme about taking a dump, and I said it was missing context, and I I, I was like, "No, it's not." And you get, you send it back, and two minutes later it comes back. We reviewed your post, and there's missing context. I, it was a joke about toilet paper, hmm. like, you know what? Like, what do you do? What do you do after that? Well, I got to take it down. Well, okay, yeah, it's so what? It's a stupid joke about toilet paper, but. Like, no human actually looked at that and went, huh, that's kind of funny. Yeah, no, that's allowed. Now I, now I would like to see this meme. I'm disappointed. Pretty sure I have oh. it on my phone. Um, Google hasn't removed it from my phone yet, so. Post up if you guys have ever been in the Facebook or, or otherwise jail. Sean Riddle says he got caught stealing gas because the price is so high that the judge sends them to him to watch this show. <laughs> He's never going to steal again, he says. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, in all fairness, it was his 17th offense. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, YouTube is getting better, though, but it is uh, copyright strikes that tend to be the problem. Channel stealing your content. It's very hard to get rid of. So basically, you need to get a lawyer, says Ponage. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, there's that so much cheap. Yeah. <laughs> there's so much video being uploaded to YouTube every minute of the day that, I mean, I don't even know how you'd keep track of that. Uh, Tracy Santos, uh, hey Todd, happy from the band told me to tell you hi. I hung out with him at EMR this weekend. Nice. nice. Thanks for the invite. You know what would be awesome instead of Facebook? If we had just a space on the internet that you could go to and it would just be all about you. It could just be your space. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I think what you're if on you got something. like a well-known celebrity to invest some money into it? Like someone not relevant now, but maybe was relevant back in the late '90s, early 2000s. And that's a good idea. If yeah, the, that could uh, work. Yeah, yeah a guy, and I, that person I, could be the first friend of everybody. Justin <laughs> Lumber, Justin Lumberpond. <laughs> I, I heard this. Justin Bieber's not doing much now. Is he oh. made irrelevant now? He's drooping a bit. He's too sad. Uh, what? You're gonna upset all the believers out there. All right, well, now, I'm, it, not, now I'm not getting my fanny pack. <laughs> Any, anyone who anyone who has a deal going on with Tim Hortons for their own Timbits quite possibly might not be relevant anymore. Maybe it's the Beatus. Tim Hortons' um, Tim revenue is up 25% this year. Uh, this quarter, it's doing well because of things. Because the fanny packs are uh, Because 100%. they've used all the data they've tracked from that app uh, to target market you. <laughs> so their their app was running in the background, and you know what the consequence was? You're just selling was? your data. That's all. Yeah. So they that roll up the rim app that came out, and this is after show stuff, not paintball, uh, was actually tracking all of your web traffic uh, in the background, whether you were using it or not. Interesting. Uh, and you know the consequence in Canada was they just had to apologize. We're sorry. Huh. We won't do it again. No fine. Nothing. We're sorry. Nice. True Canadian fashion. Lisa Weber wants to know what happened to Bieber and. Uh, Happy Holton said EMR was excellent. I heard the same thing, and uh, it looked like a good event. You've been up to EMR. Yeah, EMR is a phenomenally awesome place to go. Just like even for their like their bunkhouses and staging area and stuff. And um, where is the field is New York, Pennsylvania, isn't it? It's the old Wolf Slayer, is it not? Yeah, it's got a little bit of colored history to it. Uh, Happy Holden wants to know was Bieber shot? No, he has something called uh, Ram- Ramsey something. It's apparently, like- he missed EMR's latest event and became depressed, and now he's as he should. I don't, I seriously didn't even know that there's something wrong with him. He's got some sort of symptom. So I'm at the gas station the other day. He looked fine. 
he's the only one that can afford gas right now. Yeah, because he's filling up on Lamborghini. <laughs> you did? You put $210 in it. No. Good for yeah. him. Where, which gas station? Yeah, Shell at the top of the, by his house. He's buying premium gas at like $3 a liter. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I just realized we haven't in the last 10 minutes talked to paintball. That's what I'm saying. This How do you know after, it's him? After show Bieber, it is. How do you not know it was Bieber? Were people around him looking at him? He was wearing that fanny pack. No, but I, 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 I'll tell you about the. There's a girl at the pump, like opposite side to me, who was staring at the whole time. I'll tell you after the show about it. We'll talk about it in the after show. She might have been having a personal moment. So, ladies and gentlemen, why don't we keep moving on here? Uh, We were talking about squeegee just a minute ago. This is from John Jones. He said uh, he sent a picture of his gun that had a squeegee holder on it. So not wearing it on your leg. Oh, but he had a squeegee attachment right there on the side of his. On gun the there. tank, you used to get those to go on a twenty ounce tank. Remember, and they had seven ounce ones too. Yeah. I don't remember. I those. wonder. I should have one somewhere's. That sounds like a good. I like his setup, but I don't know what's with that British flag, Union Jack there. Hmm. Pressing on a Reds pack. Relax. Yeah. Um. War at World at War. Phoenix sent this in and asked if I could uh, give it a shout out. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. June 26th. If you're not doing anything, head over to Paintball Explosion uh, and get yourself registered for World at War. Uh, new objective. Uh, Matt showed me this uh, before the show it was on. Where did you say, Matt? Reddit? Uh, yeah. I got that email to me from GI today, too. So that is a legitimate. It is legit, yeah. Okay. So basically, they pre-sold all their paint for the Mid-Atlantic Open. Matt and I were wondering, are are they pre-sold as in that's it, or is it that they only made enough paint? And well, they made a record. Apparently, they made a record amount of paint for this event, but all the, it's all sold. And if you make, you're supposed to email your sales manager or wow. whoever to make sure that you are on the list. But if you want to go there and just hope to buy paint from them, you can't. Hmm. So. Mm. Now, is that a good thing or is that? I, I think it's probably good for them, but, you know, I think it it helps if they know what teams are going to buy paint and they can forecast as opposed to just taking random amounts of paint. And I think that's sort of what they're getting at. But I, th- I don't think they can take any more paint. They probably only have a couple trucks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just playing devil's advocate. It, you can always rent a trailer and ship it down if they have more paint. Need drivers. But on the same token, when is Mid-Atlantic open? It's coming up soon. Hey, you can only make paint doing? so much prior to the event sit, either, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I deleted the email because it was 15 years in the making. So, <laughs> um, Do you think he's going to use that joke for another 15 years? I might. Because <laughs> I don't. All right. Well, while Joe's looking that up, ladies and gentlemen, why don't we, speaking of Joe, go and watch Joe's uh, From the Vault segment. And uh, we'll be right back. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment from The Vault where we go back in history, back into the early days of paintball, and I show you something that's old, something that's kind of neat, and probably maybe something you haven't seen before. Today is no different. Today we are going to look at a pair of these. These are hybrid grips. If you had an autococker or something with an autococker-like frame back in the early 2000s you probably had a pair or wanted a pair of these hybrid was a company out of california uh hybrid contract killers they had uh loader shells which were an aftermarket shell you can put on but anybody or most anyone that had an autococker had a pair of these these are the um 
hybrid grenade grips, contact killer grenade grips. Pretty neat. These are camouflaged. Uh, hybrid had a variety of different grips, whether they were grenade green or um, they typically had yellow, blue, red, black, gray, and camouflage, and it would match most any um, mark, any autococker frame gun. They also had uh, grips for die and and planted eclipse. Of course, the planted eclipse would usually work with the cocker ones. But anyway, these ones are pretty neat. These are new in package from Hybrid. The price tag is still on there, but obviously it's faded over the years of being in the vault. Not always is the vault hermetically sealed because we have to open and close it each week to get something cool to show you guys. And girls, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Pew, pew. So how many of you guys had grips like that? There were contact killer did grips. Contract. Contract, sorry, contract killer. Hybrid. Who Smart else did though? Die had I sticky had grips. Yeah. Smart parts had grips. Yeah. Evil, did evil have grips? Maybe. PMI or Extreme Rage had grips. Extreme Die Rage had sticky grips had too. Grips. Did hybrid have? I'm yes. not not hybrid, yeah. but who was the um check it? Did check it have grips? But you could, definitely did. Oh, you know that was hybrid. Don't make me reach. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Simon sent us. Simon too, Stevens right? from Inceptions Design did grips. Not only did he do grips, it's okay. You don't have to. It's it's on the wall. But he made behind the bunker custom grips. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah, y'all got some. We did. So yeah. I have my. I put them on my auto auto cocker. PMI there. had wooden grips with their late lo yeah. logo etched etched in the um. Now Exalt has them. And wooden ones? Yep. Yeah, that's right. They and then Smart Parts also had wooden grips. Mm -hmm. And then they did the Smart Parts one fit Automags, or Automag also had their own grips too. Charles oh, Holton gosh. said VL Groovy grips. Yep. Oh, yeah. 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 Pretty done, sure. Oh, yeah, view, view loader. Yeah, view loader had grips. Devin Schwartz said that BTB had tiger stripe grips. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> They're Boy. coming soon. Want to see them? Uh, They're in the same container as the hoodies. CK did grips. Yeah, yeah, yeah the contract, contract killer. killer. Yeah, we just did that hybrid grips. I'm now switching over to the YouTube chat. I had smart parts grips on my Ranger. Said Phoenix. CK has. Oh, there's people grips in too? YouTube. I don't see the YouTube contract ones. killer had wood ones. I don't remember that. I don't the know, did gunslinger, they? I think. Is. Oh. oh. I thought that was leather, though, not wood. Uh, pleather. Mm, sorry. Yes. Hey, pleather. They pleather. were the vegan grips. <laughs> Jesus. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk <laughs> about the topic at hand tonight. And we're going to watch all you guys in the live chat. So if you have an opinion on this, certainly let you know. And what this stemmed from was uh, the chicken man himself, John Jones, sent this in. <laughs> he <laughs> said, chicken man. I love it. Chicken man. Do you he says, what, uh, what was a paintball product? That should have been successful, but bombed or didn't live up to expectations. And I added sort of events as well, um, because I, I thought I thought there was a couple events that you guys would bring up uh, that did not turn out to be as, as popular as they should have been. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm reading your comments. Charles Charles says, "Are the behind the bunker tiger stripe hoodies going to be like the Phantom?" <laughs> I more angelized than anything yeah, else. I, I, I would say angelized because they they exist. We're just waiting on ASTM standard. What was the backpack loader? 
Strike Loader. Loader. Oh yeah, that's right. Strike no, Loader. Max Loader is the one that came out. Strike Loader is the one that we we're we do the Strike Loader watch on. <laughs> Oh, that's Should right. check out their website. Check, check their website. And their check Facebook out their page. website. That's see true. Last last known activity. Um, uh, the man himself, John Jones, RDR loader from GI, oh. had its own chrono. Best, and I better. do have a picture of it this week. Oh, wanted to show you guys. There we go. Best battery change in the market and looked great. Also, key function when you replace the batteries, the door stayed on it, <laughs> which is a lost point on a few loader manufacturers. Uh, just had a few operational issues, and that should be sorted. Hmm. I can honestly say I've never tried one. Uh, yeah. Oh, good, good for good for them. Um, I'm Zane, not sure I ever Zane saw one for Smith, sale here. Zane Smith said microfields in smaller markets, introducing paintball to newer, to never service markets with strictly 50 cal all battery powered markers. Um, that's the wrong sheet. Yeah. I gave you a single sheet. Just keep reading those. Someone's got Zane's picture on him. <laughs> Which one is that? While we look for that, Rod, Reg Dragon Mo 23 says the CS2 and CS2 Pro, uh, the LV 1.6. I feel they could have left more out, or le- they could have left out more. Uh, they're pushing so many markers out fast. Hmm. Hmm. Um, um, I have, I think I have Zane Smith. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. The ARC loader system. So loader system. Joe may remember this, but there was a MagFed system for the A5 and Phenom that fit on top of a Cyclone feed. And, and what you did was uh, it turned the Cyclone feed into a mag, uh, mag hub, I guess. And then you had these loader tubes that were very small. They probably only fit 40 or 50 paintballs in them. And you'd use them on your pack. You'd put it in, click it in, and it would uh, open, and then you can use it, and then you'd replace them with a new one. So uh, kind of mag We had a video of it, didn't we? We did. Yeah. Uh, it was called the Arc Loader System. Oh. And we, they, I, think, I think they came and left this company because I can't find, I couldn't find any more were on they not in? Were they not in BC or somewhere Yeah, like they're like that? Vancouver, Vancouver or something. They were Canadian. Pretty sure of that. You, did they send you one? That sounds familiar. We had one. We had yeah. one in here. Yeah. Yeah. Zane Zane Smith actually has the one I had. He had asked for it, so I shipped it out to him. Huh. Yeah. I remember um, using that, and it didn't break. <laughs> that was quite impressive. <laughs> You're very disappointed. Yeah. Uh, Paintball 100 says, Angel Eyes, if they would have been more successful uh, in the safety department, they would have been some amazing masks. I, I disagree, no. and maybe you guys will disagree with my comment but i just i didn't think they sat on your face properly i didn't think they covered it properly <laughs> like all i saw was forehead on people sorry i'm still on the face setting <laughs> no but it's anybody, a any picture song. that you see of an angel eyes if you if you google search angel eyes goggles it looked like everyone had a, an elongated forehead because it just kind of covered their eyebrows and if you google up um hungry eyes patrick swayze pops up <laughs> I remember trying it on a picture you'd be bigger. at Extravaganza, and Matt looked at me and went, Ew, do you know how many other people have tried that on today? And I said, I don't that was, care. That was, pre, that was pre-COVID. <laughs> so, I, so I put it on, and I, I looked at Matt, and he goes, What? <laughs> it doesn't fit a human face. Yeah. Uh, Charles Holton suggested the VL2000 had a timer attachment. 
uh, the talking timer. Yeah, he yeah. says he's, he wonders why that didn't catch on. I agree. Well, I think when NPPL was existing and there was, or in 10 Man, when you had actual timed matches before X Ball and time went out the window because you had a clock on the on the on the side, I think I think those were important to have. I and I think with things like ICPL and and these other leagues coming back, I think it's important to get those. I I I would. You know, I'd love to see that product come back. Remember the rip clip? I'm looking for the loader, Todd. But you guys remember the VT rip clip? Crazy. I had one. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah. yeah, I had one too. So the loader was the ARC ARC loader. I'm yeah. looking for that. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of those, Blake uh, Weisgarber says, "Why did they ever get rid of the phenom on Lever No? Fantastic marker." And behind the bunker chimed in with Blake Weisberger. Good point. I. Okay, so X7 and Phenom, what was the difference? The Phenom had... One of them had anti-chop technology, didn't it? Didn't the Phenom or X7? Oh, it's so long ago, I can't remember. But I remember the X7 being a great marker. Maybe the Phenom was just... Yeah. Uh, Will Critchlow says that uh, people should be going ahead and Google search, Google search face-sitting. <laughs> uh, Wolf, while you're, while you're Googling that... Go to YouTube and type in Monty Python. Sit on my face. Steve Steve Blair says Angel Air should have been better. I thought the Angel Air was perfect, just the way, like with, with how it was. Like maybe they could have designed it better and lighter later on. But I thought that was a great system, other than the price. I, I remember my wife had one, and it was very pricey. I don't remember what it was, but it was very expensive. Sorry, what were you talking about? Angel Air. Oh, Angel Air. With the ditch. So Angel Air, for those of you that don't know, has uh, every tank is a regulator on it, and it has a like a dial gauge. This has a digital gauge, so it actually tell, told you what the output pressure was, what your tank pressure was that was was inside. Um, I look, I I doodled it here. The difference between the X7, and the X7 Phenom. The main difference between them is the flex valve technology employed by the Phenom. To simplify, the flex valve allows the X7 to operate under 300 psi instead of over 600 as this X7 would. Okay. So it's considerably gentle. Lower, much paint. lower pressure. It was also a very high price point, I think, right? I think so. So Dan and Hardy Possibly had the same thing high. in the live chat. He said, uh, basically, the Phenom uses a flex system, low pressure Titman. George Hayes said uh, X7 was like a like an A5 Phenom, had the flex valve, yeah. like a TIPX. Well, how do you know, George? Yeah, George. So was that just it, though? Like, was it the price point that just Might have was been. too far? Maybe. Too far of a reach for the Tipman? You know what? If you were a Tipman, let's say you were a new Tipman marker, you have big shoes to fill. Think of all of, like, the A5, the Model 98, how many, and the carbines back in the day. How many of those were being sold and, and, and pumping out? You'd have to hit some good numbers for Tipman to want to keep you around in the family, right? Yeah. You know, that'd be a hard... That'd be a hard family to grow up in if you're a Titman marker, right? Which brings me to the next one from Jason Downs, the Defender. Yeah, I agree. I think the Defender, it came out at a fairly high price point, but it did include incorporate a loader. It came with a barrel kit. It also came with a, an Apex yeah. and foregrip. It was a pretty well-equipped and nearly there was fu- value to nearly it. fully yeah, nearly fully accessorized paintball marker when it came out and i i yeah. think i think it wasn't marketed right and then perhaps it came out at the wrong time but i think it was 
quite a... Was that a switchover between, like, key and... It was in the key era, I think, yeah. I think when they were looking to drop products. But you know what, like... But then, sorry, you're right, to interrupt that, you, they then went out with the Raider, right? <laughs> they took all the parts that they still had in the damn shop, and they put it on a Mac marker, and I'm like, that just became fuglier and fuglier. It's yeah. like they watched FUBAR, but in reverse, where they turned <laughs> down the good and <laughs> yes. turned up the suck. Yeah. I, the, Defender wasn't my favorite marker, but, you, but Joe's right, like, it had... The Z2 Prophecy loader essentially in it. It had the all the other upgrades. It's not your first marker. Like, you wouldn't buy it as your first gun. But for the average guy, as a second or, or, or an upgraded marker, it had everything. And it, it was awesome. Um, not a single person that, couldn't... that I know that owned one said they didn't like it. And every single one of them still hangs on to theirs. You cannot buy them used. No, I, I have it's one. Extraordinary I, hard. I did ask George if... George, can you tune a Defender? I have some parts, but I think mine well it will not have been used in almost a decade by the time our zoning is over. You can but. tune a Defender, but you can't tune a fish. <laughs> but I'm oh. <laughs> dad jokes, baby. Nice. Oh, dad jokes. Was that, back. On, was that in your deck of cards? <laughs> I saw him in that coming. How um, long were you hanging on to that one? You knew uh, that joke wouldn't flounder, right? Dad jokes, twenty twenty two, baby. That's a good. That was a good. <laughs> one. I want to bring joke. that back, and you guys won't let me. Ah, the defender was terrible. Patrick Labroca said. What? Ah. He said it's a, it's terrible. Really? Does he know which marker we speak? <laughs> Did he um, use one? I the guess Tim he, and Raider was a whole a movie lot of fun starring to play Mark with, said Devin. And I don't doubt it. I, I, I just it probably wasn't. In my opinion, it wasn't. <laughs> I was going to say something looking. completely inappropriate. Let's move on. Okay. Fun to play with till you get caught. Uh. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's a whole lot to go there. Mikey MGM had a comment, not necessarily a product. He says, paintball to TV between 2000 and 2008. Evidence points to uh, uh, ball being dropped there uh, by the paintball world, not the Dick Clark uh, entertainment people. Um, you would have thought if paintball was on TV, it would have lasted longer like i see cornhole on tv i see darts on tv and i'm sorry i can't watch either of those paintball if you put go sports on tv i bet you the average couch couch sportsman guy would probably watch it and not everybody would get I into dis- it but i disagree i think that's a quick channel flip you think so you i think do. so I, I think like okay let, let's go back to cornhole and darts it's very easy to follow, even if you don't know the rules. Or you, you watch, you watch the beanbag go in the hole. You watch the dart hit the uh, the board. Right? It's very easy to follow and track whether you have experience with it or not. Paintball. I mean, you can't see the paint flying. All you hear is guys screaming and sliding. It, it's a dynamic sport in terms of people like moving around, yeah. but you can't really track it. What's going on? I I guess. But here's the thing: millions of people a week watch football in the on season. I've watched every. Uh, Super Bowl in the last 10, 15 years, and I still have no clue what's going on. Well, you can you can follow the ball where it is, and when it makes it to the other end, you understand they, what happens. Yeah. They would have to have... It, it, I guess if the commentator was doing, doing paintball, so if you had a guy shooting at home against another guy in a Dorito, you would almost have to have a draw a line where he's shooting and then where he got shot out from it. it would, I think people would be able to follow it. I just so allow I, me to regale you with a little bit of history here. The year was 1996 <laughs> to oh, 1998. Fox. Fox Sports took with all the hockey? comments with hockey from America and Americans said we 
just can't follow the puck when we watch hockey. Yeah. So they came out with the Fox puck. And the next thing you know, there's this purple streak going all across your screen. If people couldn't follow a puck, what on earth makes you think they're going to be able to follow 14.8 or 15.2 balls per second or full semi-auto? Yeah. I also think, okay, ESPN did a wonderful job. They did. But it was hard to follow. It was in the bush. It was they, also... They keep posting pictures of it now. But it's also hard to see because the it was 4.3. The resolution was terrible. If you look at what Rich Telford and Maddie Marshall do, and you watch Go Sports with their new cameras and, and the commentary, they do such an awesome job. Like, Go Sports have got to be given some credit. That's a far cry of what paintball used to be on TV. I bet you if they packaged that up and played it on TV, I I, I guarantee somebody would watch it. And who is it? Derek James made comment. They're covering lawnmower races. Yeah. Like, uh, okay, true. there's so many channels out there. And the so Ocho, many, baby. Like, it can't be that hard to get on TV. But on the same token, nobody's watching TV anymore. I was going so... to was was mention that. Like, you know, the TV is a dying medium, right? So what what would what medium would translate well or paintball would translate well to that medium? Yeah. Nothing like Facebook. I guess you can stream to your TV. I mean, YouTube potentially. Uh, what else would really work? And I think the infrastructure required to do it well would be cost prohibitive unless you had everybody underwriting it. You would need cam- like multiple cameras, yes. multiple, like on players, on refs, uh, above, like everywhere. You would just need an insane amount of cameras. And if you want a full immersive experience, um, and what what we have now with uh, with streaming technology, you can allow the user to pick which yeah. camera he wants to watch. We're not that far off. Like you look at hockey and basketball and all and all the other sports that are on TV, they don't have ten cameras. They've got tons of cameras. And if you think of paintball, if they could put them in their loaders and their hoppers and their goggles and wh- wherever else they can get angles, it might not be a good sport to watch live maybe because maybe too much switching but man you could really do a good job if you had all those camera angles right there was edit some interesting moves in professional sports in the last couple weeks i don't know if anybody else saw this but there is a new professional golf league in saudi arabia and oh yeah sponsored by saudi arabia okay now saudi arabia tried to get into the bodybuilding world a couple years ago too now there's a arnold thing on netflix you can watch all about it but they went like too far too fast like they they killed a whole bunch of people by pumping them too full of steroids they lost a lot of their key figures right but now that they're doing this this could possibly mean they start pushing into other areas and if paintball is one of them and they decide to dump a proper amount of money into it with a really good camera system 4k system and start streaming it out on Whatever Saudi Arabia's version is of Netflix or Crave or I don't Amazon. think there's that much money in the Middle East though. Prime or whatever. Like, no, it's, all dried up. it's a depressed economy. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're throwing they're throwing <laughs> billions of dollars at golf right now. They could throw a couple million at paintball. All right. So Mel Eager Seven says uh, in the YouTube world, when pulling or when putting paintball on TV, if you can actually see the stream of paint flying. Uh, would that make tournament paintball more watchable? Probably. Great point or great question because what ah, if you switch from point. from let's just say the markers we have now to pump format, uh, something slower paced uh, where you can potentially track paintballs? I have an idea. Let's hear the idea, my friend. Okay, 
What about if you played tournament paintball at night under the lights? Just think of the remember at um when we were at World Cup, the Falcon jelly balls have that tracer unit and they tried it with paintball. So what about if you played paintball in low light condi- lower light conditions and you use tracers or GI had um, paint that would react under blue light so the you have a barrel like a silencer or a cover that emits blue light or as it goes down the barrel or your hopper does it and then you essentially get tracers so you'll be able to watch where the balls are flying because they're like tracer units so that's a great idea in terms of tracking the paint but what it doesn't do is lend itself to viewer accessibility either right so if you have dark shadows you're not really seeing what's going other other it, it just reverses uh you know what people watch the blair rich project like the, uh once once and that, <laughs> yeah. that was it right so it was like I, the first five minutes yeah. I, I i like joe's idea and i and i i wish we were <laughs> 10 10 years farther into the future that'll be dead and, and and my other idea from a couple weeks ago with having I, 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 well, I, I, we might even have some zoning I, I, I like i like the present because i'll be dead in 10 years no, no but like okay so top golf i referenced that a couple weeks yeah. ago if you could put little microchips in every paintball so that we knew which one which player they came from are they biodegradable and and as per josh's comment you have to go around and pick them right? up after every round they were tracing the puck. Well, what if you could at least trace? How, how will that affect the frogs? <sighs> the the songbirds would come back, maybe. Could you imagine if uh, <laughs> if they put streaks in the balls like that for television? Like just the lanes that would be crossing, mm-hmm. and then you get the random one that would roll off the top of a bunker and go shooting ten feet in the air or something. And It'd be like the contrails you watch on mass, jet planes. It'd be the mass chaos. People would go, "What is this poop?" <laughs> Might as well shoot lasers. Coca-Cola space flavored. Oh. It's pretty Starlight good. Starlight edition. It's really. I didn't mind it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to space sell flavored you. diabetes. Well, man. I'm not going to sell you on Coca-Cola, but I am yeah. going to sell you on something else. Planet Eclipse, ladies and gentlemen. Did you know that every game product gunfight has a story? Now is the now. time to pull the trigger on a Planet Eclipse product. Whether you're storming the beach or landing the snake, make sure your story has a happy ending. Planet Eclipse, creators of happy endings. Plumes, puffs, and clouds. EG Smokes give you the cover, color, and contrast you need if you're taking pictures in the picture or want to be out of the picture. Pull a pin on an EG product. Hashtag Pop Smoke. Arabs, inflatable designed to hold air all day. Designed and manufactured in America by Brent Davis and his crew. Nothing can beat Arabs. They're thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, and they have multiple color and print options available. So don't let your game be deflated. Get Arabs at Arabs.com. Rome was not built in one day, but you sure could look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers fully supplemented team packages. Everything you need to look good on the road to victory. Use the promo code B2B15 to save 15% on your order. Exalt, often imitated or copied, but never duplicated. The Exalt brand is constantly evolving to keep you out front and in the game. It is tournament-ready and battle-proven and available worldwide. DLX Technologies, inspired by the best, DLX has created the new benchmark and high-performance markers with the TM40. The evolution continues light, sleek, and fast. The TM40 only available from DLX. From boondocks to boulevards, whether you're sidewalk surfing or blazing a trail, one wheel leaves the riding to you. Charge and go day or night. Use the promo code BTB10 for 10% off your ride at ride519.com. Hey, a quick shout out to Bobby Doust. Uh, he says, what about putting cameras inside the Arabs bunkers on the field? 
if you had a GoPro fisheye in every bunker, you could see the guys coming up and leaving the bunkers. That'd be a neat option as well. Again, money's not... You don't like the idea? <laughs> Until it gets hit. <laughs> right, or the bunker gets covered. Okay. And, all right, now we're down all the cameras, and we'll just do a... a why not a, turn Why not turn the bunkers into spoken. LED screens? <laughs> I could just see it now, like you sliding into a bunker, and you just kind of cover it up, wipe the hit. <laughs> Keep going. There you go. Um, yeah. So, anyways, let's keep. Let's I also keep like the fact that. that I'm laughing at people. And I don't have a better idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you idiot. Your idea. Don't ask me mine. I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> oh boy. Um, good paintball. Uh, posted on Instagram. Oh no, this was on TikTok. They posted. They said Tipman crossover. It was released before the modern mech boom. Just needs the mech electro switch to have a tournament lock on. Uh, would sell well. The Tipman crossover was a good idea but it was it was competing against guns that were in a much higher um, price point for what was a polymer or plastic gun at the time yeah. I, I think Tipman missed the mark it should have been instead of plastic or aluminum it, they should have done something out of aluminum or uh, magnesium something yeah the uh, the emag did it much better yes yeah so yeah good good call um, and then popular monster 95 on TikTok says 2009 NPPL champion tournament paintball game. Do you know someone who has that? I had it. You did? I didn't know if your, uh, your non-twin brother had it. No, no, he had did, the faceful game. Uh, paint, paint or, check. Yeah, oh, yeah, paint yeah, yeah. So yeah. he had paint oh, check. Okay. These are, yeah, these were, um, video games. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, the the MPPL one was horrible. The only real, I would say, decent game, video game, was uh, Greg Hastings tournament paintball. Do you think Greg Hastings has seen more players play his video games than what will be seen in the metaverse? Because I know a lot of people are playing that paintball game in the metaverse right now. That looks really awesome. Do you? Are you being sarcastic? No, I think it looks good. It's yeah. in I, I think it's still beta form, but I yeah. never Well they had uh, anybody who has uh rec room uh for VR, they had a they had a paintball game. That's pretty bad, but um that's just like I always equate that to when when Betix come out like that, like Pac Man. Look when Pac Man came out how horrible it was, but it's like, you know, only time will uh um will allow it for to, to be, become a better format, so um, yeah, I'm excited about uh, Metaverse Paintball. Uh, it's not the same thing, but you know, if you can get together with your friends and fool around for a couple hours, um, <laughs> I was gonna be. It's like, one of the, it's like one of those clubs you go to. Um, it could be a good time. Yeah, and, and and I'm not saying Greg Hastings is not good. It's it's pretty fantastic. I'm just wondering number wise, like, is this Metaverse gonna? You know, is it going to be more of a popular place and see more people playing the paintball? Or... I think so. I, yeah. I really do. Yeah. But but having said that, I think there'll be a large portion. It may be a select market that will only play online versus translating into, into a paintball field. I think, you know, that'll be their experience. I wonder if the metaverse is something that we kind of think is neat and cool. It's going to fizzle out and then someone else or some other platform will recreate it do a better job yeah the next catch at that point the next big google the next world 
dominating whatever will be the one that comes out with the next version like of just before the show matt and i were watching a video about google glass and how it was great for its time but it was clunky and it didn't work and they had to cut it but all these other people are going to be coming out with a, a version of it which will be a far superior that's kind of how i i, I, I just knew somebody of... was working on that project and what didn't translate very well was people didn't want tech on their face they didn't want to wear that right uh which is why people yeah. wear contact lenses right they, well, they our, want to get away from stuff like yeah. that our comment was those glasses look like crap uh, and then yeah, if you look at the new ray-bans but if yeah. they went to a contact lens version of that i, I think that'd be far more uh yeah. Um, yeah. far more uh, useful yeah that's, that's pretty thousands crazy. of dollars for laser eye surgery i don't put contacts back in anymore no, 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 <laughs> but if you have the same sort of properties and uh, maybe yeah. and that'll continue to expand but you don't have this clunky device on your face whether you yeah. know regardless of how it make it look right it, like yeah. if you're able to do that uh put in like not implants but if you're like a contact lens right you put that in and you had the same capabilities of that i think i think that would have much more buy-in no, i'm no, so glad sitting on your face that i'll be <laughs> at an age soon where i can just go you youngsters and your technology and just ignore all this garbage i i agree with you josh but i also really like tech like i i like certain versions of it i i don't know I still want to. I, I can't wait till old man Josh yells at me in the metaverse to get off his lawn. <laughs> yeah, get off my metaverse lawn. <laughs> I will never be in the metaverse. I promise you that. Yeah. yeah. It's old man Zubricus. He's awake. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his stick. I got my pumpkin stick. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, that's all I've got in here. Self-ejecting wrap. Uh, M4S and AKS, self-ejecting rap four maybe. A uh, rap four, yeah. He's yeah. Self-ejecting shows. Yeah, I I'm surprised that the and I'm sure they're getting love, but I'm surprised the the uh, oh who who make those uh, handguns that came out uh, that looked like the Glock who looked Umarex. like Umarex. I'm surprised we don't see more of those. We'll see less of that in Canada. Yes, that's true. That's true. But I'm surprised you don't see more people adopting those. But I guess they are 43 cal. They're 43 cal. Umrex does have some 50 cal stuff they're yeah. working on as well. A couple. But there's a whole lot of... In Europe and Asia, there's a whole lot of less than lethal stuff that's being mark, manufactured and marketed by Umrex. If you go to Umrex um, in Europe, their websites, and look at all their training and less than lethal stuff, there's a whole array of products that aren't even destined for the North American market. Yeah. They go to South America, go to South Africa, go to Asia, Europe, where they, you know, where less less than lethal sort of or lethal lethal south africa they have flamethrowers flamethrowers but still you, it's, you can't not every not, not everybody can own a real firearm in south africa you can own fire you can own <laughs> fire but not a firearm so you can't go like this I, I like seriously i'd be more worried about something coming out with a flamethrower than a gun maybe that's just me i don't know um oh, i was just trying to think of something here oh Think about. We'll go around the horn here in a second too, and find out what you guys think as far as uh, what product should have made better. Um, Eli Booth says EVS HUD was just a money grab. It just wasn't done. Like it was there, but it wasn't. It was. So it was close. on the brink of of being great. Um, but I one of the things that I thought would have done better is Empire came out or re came out with their version 
of an autococker and sniper. And unfortunately, the autococker has, well, they've both been discontinued. But I would have thought with the resurgence of autococker and everything else that's been going on in mech, that that would have been adopted and people would have been all over it. It would have been a high seller. And I maybe, maybe it was doing mediocre, but unfortunately great product i would agree with you 100 great product yeah. but people were not looking for mechs at that time yeah it was uh, all looking and we're for not electric. the ones at the boardroom table looking at the numbers so like you know for me it's a passion like i i love those guns and i wish they would have the package alone was fantastic came with a barrel kit like everything you needed to yeah but they blundered it right from the get-go and they do this all the time they said this is what we got they showed everybody and everyone went i want that and then when did we get it yeah, that's true. Nine months later. Yeah, that's true. There's nine. That's like a baby. Nine months later. <laughs> exactly. You could have made a human in that time. Yeah. You could have conceived a human and gave birth to it in the time that it took for those things to arrive. I bet they lost tons of sales because by then people had already bought something else. Yeah. Here's Guaranteed. The, here's another comment before you guys fill, fill yours in. But what about the Model 98? Awesome rental marker. Had years and years of longevity. But they could have tweaked it a little bit and made it a little bit simpler and, and kept the quality up. And it's, it'd be a workhorse today, although luckily we now have the EMF, or not the EMF, but the, uh, the Emacs from Planet. But uh, I'm disappointed. I thought the Tippin 98 did, platform could have continued. They did tweak it, but they tweaked it in all the wrong ways. They could have, put, they could have developed a new body, and you could have just bought a new body. They did. Dropped... The FT12, wasn't it? No, drop drop oh. those components into a brand new body and away you went. Maybe with a different trigger trigger system. Who knows? Like yeah. Again, we're not at the boardroom table. That's just something that I thought it'd be nice to to have kept that. But then legacy then, going. then then what what would what would just stop for a second? What would Tipman have done if they had not merged with Empire and Key and it was still a standalone product? Where would we be? K2 first, right? Yeah, if they had just, it just Tipman had just continued doing their own thing from Fort Wayne, Indiana, and they, where would, where would, where would we be? I'm well, going to answer that with another part of that question, Part B. I will where hold, on, would, hold on two seconds though to answer that, because when K2 came out, it then manuf- or it then distributed in big box stores with like their dumbed down version of the, what it was it was the trilogy or something like that yeah it was the autococker yeah. that's my other thing I, I was going to add to that is what like when they took the ability to have the autococker it just went from you know bud or quality to big box store quality yeah right and that's what happened to tipman if tipman if tipman was untouched those guys had great quality control we toured that factory a couple of times Every gun got fired. The quality was good. Everything was made in house. Maybe they were the too. Maybe they were too good. But, but but having said that, though, I I did enjoy seeing. I'll go back to big box. You can ring the bell. Um, at least in Canada, right? Because prior to that, paintball could only be purchased in specialty stores and paintball stores, right? And so, at least having that exposure to the general public did, I think, a tremendous amount in value for uh, for, for paintball well, in Canada. Once the once the big box stores and mass merchandising stores like Walmart and Dick yeah. Sporty Goods got in, they got more people into into the game. Um, but to my point, this is an abomination, as far as I'm concerned. This is. It's not an autococker. This is cocker. the Black Magic big box store version. Mm. And I don't 
I, I, I'm not a fan of it. No. It was um, the world's most okayest autococker. But the... Yeah. It was oh, just anyways, okay. I, It wasn't bad. It wasn't yeah. good. It was okay. Yeah. Lisa Weaver says Tipman had uh, uh, customer service second to none. You could go yeah, there as true. a field owner with a bag full of parts that have worn out, and they wouldn't even second guess it. They go, yeah, no problem. Count them up. We'll replace them. Doll warranty. No problem. Because they just took care of everything. I like the brilliance in how solid the 98 was. It yeah. was like, what, eight screws? You take it apart. Uh, it was a clamshell. It was solid. Yeah. But then you look at the EMAC. And it's one bolt you unscrew at the back. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like and it's, some old, and some it's hard rings. to beat that yeah. too. Yeah. So maybe Tipman was too good, and at that point they wouldn't have changed, and they would have just ended out of technology and would have found them found their own way out of business. But I like to think they could have kept innovating. Came yeah. out with the C three, <laughs> the C four. <laughs> it explores <laughs> world's most it explosive had a hot marker. Dog chamber. You could unscrew it and, and and char a hot dog while you're playing paintball. That'd be great. Just smelling cooked hot dog and marshmallows. And s'mores. <laughs> s'mores. Do you, guys, uh, do you guys have anything before we go around the horn or while we go around the horn here? I I have one. Yeah, um, have as one. Neb Nella always says, the RFID. You know, people talk about the HUD, but if we could give everybody their own ID chip and you could track them and then your general would know where everybody is, and uh, I think that would be kind of cool. So that's dated though. Like you could just create an app that you could use your phone, right? But yeah. who brings their phone it, onto the field? I do. But if you went out and bought a hard case that you could stick into a pocket or a vest or something like that, because they have that what's it um, mesh Bluetooth? Yeah, thing now that that tracks people. It's just an app on your phone. Every that that would be really cool. Then the general could have a computer or a screen, and you'd know where everybody is, and you could you would have it overlaid across the map of the field. Well, here's the other thing too: you can send a Bluetooth, you can send a signal out. Game starts in three, two, one, go, 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 and it would go all over everybody's phones, right? Or if you'd had an emergency sh- shutdown, right? Like, okay, two words for you: Air Tags, Apple Air Tags, right? That's that's all essentially mesh network. If you if everyone had an Apple Air tag on the field, everyone else would be monitoring it through their phones, and it would. Do you know what I mean? Like it that 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 technology, the ability to do so is right. Why well, stop there? We could have everybody have an Apple Watch, then we can feel your heart rate. <laughs> True. Well, yeah. The okay. Of steps. We can, okay. There's a get out there and go, Todd. At- everyone else has done eight thousand steps today. You've done four. You're not doing enough nah, running. You're not looking at it the right way. Ba- that base over there has the same amount of defenders than that base over there, but this one over here, their heart rates are more sluggish. Let's <laughs> go Attack the fat guy <laughs> base. Attack the fat guy base. Their heart rate would be booming, though. Yeah. And the VO2 max of this side of the field is a lot lower than the other side. I, I'm going to put a post up this week on our social medias asking how many people actually have their phone on the field, because I think it's a lot more than you think. I don't oh, know. the comments just went by. Yeah, but RKE, uh, so Ronan Connecticut uh, Esports uh, has this exact thing we're we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, whoever had the comment uh, just scrolled by, but uh, check well, them the, out. The heart rate monitors. We'll get, yeah, one of these days we'll get them on the show and we'll we'll talk to them about it because I know we aren't giving the props that we probably should be to them. And, and absolutely, uh, yeah. that'd be kind of cool. Why don't we find out about that? I always bring my phone on the field in case I can take a selfie with Wolf or take a call from Simon. Yeah, there you go. 
All right. Well, if you guys don't have anything more, no. why don't we pass? Why don't we do this? If you guys are watching us on Facebook, thank you so much tonight. Hit that like and share on your way out if you don't mind. Uh, if you want to continue to watch, we're going to be over on YouTube. You can go to BehindTheBunker.com and find us there. Or you can go to YouTube and just uh, put Behind the Bunker in there and you'll see us live. We're going to be there for another 10 or 15 minutes for our after show slash podcast. Uh, and all of this, again, is up as a podcast. So if you were just tuning in or tuning out, you can always uh, head on over and download this as a complete podcast when you get a chance. Um, thank you, Gavin, for being on the pre-show. Uh, great to be here, folks. And I apologize for not interacting in the chat. Um, I was a little bit slow, so wait for a date or two when I'll respond to your comments. Uh, although they're stale, um, they're still relevant, and they're still uh, make me happy. So thanks for tuning in this evening, and slide over to the YouTube. Joe Kimson, Flaggers Paintball. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight to uh, Behind the Bunker. It was a great show. We did a lot of talking about things, including some paintball. To, uh, don't forget to um, answer next week's topic when it pops up on Facebook or Instagram because uh, your input is important, and we would like to read it to our everybody. So until then, till next Garbage Night. Charles Holton says he's old. He uses a camera for taking pictures. Uh, Josh, thanks put, for being put on the Put the exploding show. Flat flash bulb. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's throwing out flash cubes like 12 grams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like playing airsoft. All right, good night. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you in the after show over on YouTube. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. All right. Thanks, guys, for uh, staying with us. We are doing our after show. If you guys are listening in our podcast, hope you didn't go anywhere. Hopefully you stuck it out. Uh, and thank you to guys watching on YouTube right now. We're going to start watching your live com- comments as well. Patrick LaRocca. Uh, Gavin, come to Sherwood in October, and you can see what Ronan Kinetic is all about. I'll let you crash my hotel room. You should know that when Gavin travels, he only stays in presidential suites. El Presidente. <laughs> so long as the president's first name, third letter is a vowel. He will only stay if that president has stayed and that suite. if Josh is going to stay as well, you have to make sure that the hotel has a uh, backup power supply because if the power happens to go out, we don't want Josh dying. We need a backup generator. Yeah, or... I need a 30-amp fuse. I run dual <laughs> CPAP machines. Yeah. Dual. I have to say there's a great TikTok One going around or real. Yeah, or I saw that. It's like the Top Gun stuff. Oh, is that great? Yeah. What? <laughs> so it's uh, like five or six guys, older guys, and they're all putting on their CPAP machines, <laughs> mask while the theme for Top I'm gonna Gun be, is I'm going to be singing Danger on. Zone. I yeah, put mine on tonight. <laughs> putting, putting the mask on, throwing the aviators on, and That's saluting. Right. That's right. <laughs> I, I got to find my aviators. <laughs> yeah, But those aren't real, like, are all CPAPs that big it, and aggressive? It, no, it like there's, yeah, it depends on what you're selling. Some like over the full mouth, uh, nose and mouth. Some is just a nasal pillow. Some is like some a mouth. Yeah, something like a nasal you're a na- pillow. That sounds comfortable. It, I have a nasal pillow. Really? A nasal, a nasal well, pillow. If you have the full face mask, you can't have facial hair at the same time. Yeah, it's rough. Mm, so and, I and do have mouth, a nasal mouth pillow. Mouth breathers. It's like just for the. But really? yeah. yeah, I keep my I sleep with my mouth closed and my CPAP just in my nose. 
if there's any CPAP manufacturers out there, Behind the Bunker should probably look at getting <laughs> why, some Why were we looking to sponsorship for this? Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody know anybody at Philips? Sonicare? <laughs> ResMed. ResMed, baby. ResMed. Oh, wow. <laughs> you guys in your ghetto oh. ResMeds. You guys got gang signs here. Look at you guys. ResMed. Here's my sleep from last night. 98%. Fight club at the urologist. So last week we talked about Top Gun. Has anyone gone to see it since? No, I'm thinking doing this weekend, though. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm curious. I'm curious to know. So I'd I, like to see I, it. Well, Jurassic, Jurassic Park just came out. Oh, that'd be cool, uh, so, too. So I've that's bad. It, it, well, it, it beat uh, beat uh, Top Gun, so that's what I'm thinking. I would go to see really? Top Gun because everyone's going to see the dinosaurs. I'll have a little bit more elbow room. I don't... I never saw the Jurassic movies, so I don't get, Any of them? I don't know. Not even I the first one? No. So I don't get... Really? Yeah. So wow. I don't get... I'll the, ask you one more time. Really? Yes, I did not wow. see it. Um, instead, I went to see... Um, Weekend at Bernie's, Rochelle, Rochelle. <laughs> um, no, so I never, I never saw it. But I would. He say told Top me you were going to go see Prognosis Negative. I tried. Channel. <laughs> you guys missed out on sack lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I didn't know how long we could keep that on for. Um, I had bad indigestion from the hot dog, though. I think it'd been there since the forties. It's a perfectly sane food. So, should have went with Juji Fruits. <laughs> see, I'm a junior mint guy. Um, uh, it's only because we couldn't get into the Chinese restaurant before we left. <laughs> Hot ride! <laughs> um, TV show I've been watching. Amazon Prime. Okay. The Boys. Yeah, it's great. Yep. Really? It is actually really good. And I... Okay. So I love uh, stories about superheroes. I like, I like the, uh, uh, the origin stories sure. of how they became, all that sort of stuff. And this has been really good. And I'm into the second season, second episode now. And I'm just waiting for it to get crappier, and it hasn't. It's been consistently good. I like the characters. They're see, you need to do what I did. I started watching season two, yeah, assuming it was the first season. Oh, <laughs> so no. I watched it, and as the season goes, they kept doing flashbacks to the first season. So it was oh, you're I good. You're caught were, up, right? I thought they were just unraveling the whole thing, and it got done. I was like, oh, I wonder when there's more. And I clicked it, dropped down. It's like season one. Shit. Uh, have you checked out the Norm McDonald special? Yes. Uh, no, is it good? Good. I, I caught m- most of it. I, I was a little tired, so I'm gonna have to. I'll do. A, I'll pull a Todd watch in a couple of sittings. But yeah. yeah. So he. So he knew he was. Uh, he was expiring, um, and it was during COVID. So he shot it in front of his uh, his laptop. Okay. Yeah. So I heard that. I, I heard the premise. I just haven't seen it yet. Is it? So is it worth watching? Yeah. Yeah. I. Okay, I, I love. I, Norm I always thought Norm McDonald so. was brilliant, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, he was a lot more brilliant than he got credit for. Uh, no, well, from the general public, but any comedian you hear talked about him uh, always held him in high regard. Oh, yeah. but like, he is just not slight. loved by woke people. No. Not at all. <laughs> Who cares? Um, the Boys is filmed in Toronto and Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My, yes. My they, mutt so, almost was used in season two. There's When it comes up, there's a military scene that's supposed to take place in Central America. And my mutt was going to be used, and but he, whoever brought them in, brought in a bunch from the states. So there is a mansion for sale in Mississauga right now. It's only forty-three million, but it comes with the movie contract for the boys. Huh? Interesting. Well, actually, sorry, I shouldn't say that. It's one of four movie contracts that are filmed at this house. You can buy it. It's forty-three million dollars. It's got nineteen bathrooms. It's got Nike's first ever recycled shoe floor gym. Huh. And it's got something like 200 
thousand tons of marble or something like that. I don't get marble. I don't see the fascination. It's just cold and. But if you buy that house, you'd have to live in Mississauga. So yeah, that's it. That's another. Thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the other. Yeah. Um, second show I've been watching with the wife is the Lincoln Lawyer. We're two episodes in. Yeah, that's good. Is it? Be- it does it get better or? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But I before warned near the end of the season, like the last four episodes, when it focuses in on his ex-wife number one mm-hmm. or number two, the camera gets super shaky, like super duper shaky. And it's so weird. Okay. Yeah, because I'm not a fan of shaky cam. Jittery cam, as I call Jittery it. Jittery cam. But you liked the Bourne films. I did. I thought they were great. I could watch those anytime. <laughs> Absolutely. Night. Yeah. So whatever. Um, apparently, Patrick LaRocca says I'm dead to him. I believe that's in reference to my Jurassic comment. I was going to say, what for this week? But okay, so tell me about a movie that you guys, that's very popular, that you guys have never once seen for whatever reason. There has to be something. Titanic. I had a protest. I will never watch that movie. I've never seen it. My heart will go on yep. for you. Never yeah. seen it, and I will you never. You know what? You honestly do not need to see it. It is yeah. if it's referenced in all kinds of pop culture, but it's a movie I wish I had my two and a half. Hours so back. when I keep telling you, draw me like one of your French whores. You have no idea what I'm talking about. No, but I have many French whores. So. <laughs> oh, you the do? French whores. <laughs> yeah. oh. How do you say that? Where's Sebastian? <laughs> Yeah. What about Crocodile Dundee 2? Did you ever watch that one? Uh, I think so. <laughs> I don't Did know you if really? I, I don't I, know. I, I, actually, you know, Crocodile Dundee was such a huge box office spo- success. Knifey Spoonier? But it's like if- Beverly Hills Cop 2. I've watched it. I know I did, but like, it's not. It's not good. Yeah, it's not the first one. But here's another Beverly Hills Cop. Could you watch that again? Yeah, I think I could. I don't it, think I'd go out of my way to like. It up like, it's pretty bad, but it's still, it's very watchable. There's a okay, so I like to call a number of these movies hangover movies, yeah. where you just lay on the couch, you hit play, and then whatever comes up next. Fletch, that's well, another uh, watch I, movie. I, it didn't stand the test of time for me. I just you're like just their... one typo away from like 45 minutes of good fun. So, so Fletch and uh, Beverly Hills Cop has the same sort of background. Yes, I never noticed that as a kid, but as an adult, that just drove me nuts. It's like listening to Behind the Bunker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got our own background music. Well, with these mu- with these movies, it's, it's yeah. yeah. Even when it's like a quiet scene and they're trying to like, you know, go through a house quietly. Yeah. Well, I think I have your Jurassic Park beat, though. Uh-oh. I still haven't seen the original trilogy of the Star Wars films from the 70s and 80s. Shut the front door. Haven't seen any of those. Wow. You I've seen what? the new ones. I've but seen not the... Star Wars, and I've seen most of Empire Strikes Back, but I have not seen Return of the Jedi. That was and my I, favorite. And, and I am older than Matt, and it was of my generation, so I should be scolded for that. I... But, I, I, but to Matt's thing, like, Star Wars doesn't hold up. I was at the museum this weekend. Uh, they had a small Star Wars exhibit uh, with a bunch of the toys. I remember, like, all those toys. I had that. I broke that. Now yeah. it's part of an exhibit. George Lucas made the smartest move by, you know, taking taking very little on the movie and taking all the merch, right? Good on him. Yep. Good on him. Yeah, I remember we had a couple of Millennium Falcons. Yeah. Patrick LaRocca says Empire was the best. Patrick, I you're liked, dead to me. I, I liked Return of the Jedi. <laughs> I really did. Did you? Yep. Yeah. There is, I, I was actually watching, a, I think it was Siskel and Ebert back when they were still alive. Hmm. And they were making the case for saying that the Empire Strikes Back may have been the best 
movie of all time. No, no the be- best movie. Well, was- it's okay, be- go ahead. because of the way it hangs you up at the end. It's that big giant buildup. They said the writing for it is actually quite brilliant when you break it down as to what the story is. And it's the anti-hero movie, right? Like it's not yeah. the good guy doesn't win at the end. Like he kind of just strives by. Hey, which spoilers. Which, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Matt's not seen it before. You got but 50 like, years. Just like, don't the, of spoilers The name anymore. is in the title, right? The Empire Strikes Back. You assume the Empire, who are the villains of the movie, strike back, right? So oh. they said that it drew so many more people into Return of the Jedi that it actually made Return of the Jedi be a better movie yeah. because of the... Yeah, it was... Yeah. I, I always thought that the best movie and, and that was ever written, Matt, what were you going to say? I was going to be a full cliche and say Citizen Kane. See, I was going to say uh, Back to the Future. I was always told that that is like the most brilliant, perfectly intertwined written movie. Oh, that's heavy. You don't think so? <laughs> do you even lift, bro? <laughs> Weight has nothing to do with this. Why are you wearing that life preserver? <sighs> is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull in the future? Um, What's wrong with my kids? And Oh, my God. People are going to roll me for this. Klein? People are going to roast me for this. Forrest Gump, I thought, was a brilliant movie. I still love Forrest I Gump. Still that's like a, Forrest that's a hangover movie. My daughter hated it. <laughs> but right. I thought it was good. I think it's like The Hunt for Red October. If that's on, I'm sitting. Right. I, it's I like don't Die care. Hard or any of the Bourne movies. If it's on, I'll just watch it. Oh, you yeah. can throw Die Hard in the garbage. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the new uh, Mission Impossible. Are you really? I'm not sold by the trailer, but I'm hoping. I'm having big hopes for that. I heard Tom Cruise is in it. That's what I hear. The young Tom Cruise is in it, though. <laughs> well, good for him. I saw. A, Sorry? I, I saw him do a, a skit with one of the late night talk show people, and um, he smiled. And it reminded me of that scene where in The Simpsons they yeah. had that teen heartthrob named Corey. And then he smiled. And he was just like this wrinkly old guy. That's, yeah. But I mean, Tom Cruise has got to be what? Like 50? 60. Is he yeah, 60? Close to 60? He was okay, in I was the 80s. I know yeah. he's 61, I think. Hang on. Uh, while Joe's looking that up, Patrick LaRocca has a, um, an interesting one. Clerks was quite possibly one of the best movies ever made. Yeah, Clerks yeah. was good. Yeah. Clerks was Clever. made. Okay, now I went At to the night. Kevin. I went to the Kevin Smith show, and he actually talked about the story. He said Clerks was made on three maxed out credit, credit cards. cards. Yep, all of two thousand dollars each. One rented them the store. One got the video camera, and two paid the rest of the cast. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, all, it was all credit brilliant. card, yeah. yeah. Tom Cruise is born July 3rd, 1962. So he's 60 years old, right? Wow. Good on him. Uh, Jeff Thompson, Red Dawn. Yep, that's another good one. Well, the, the original one, Red the Dawn. Original yeah, the original one. Yeah, the original one. I watched it once, and I regret watching I that film. sit with Matt on that one. Really? What the hell's wrong with you guys? <laughs> I watched it more than once, but I still regret it. I was just pulling um, my hair out. Have you seen the South Park version of Red Dawn? Where it's the retired people. Okay, here's why. Oh, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Roadhouse. Is that a watch when it's on? That's a hangover watch, baby. Never yeah, seen absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, never seen it. Really? I I Patrick yeah. Swayze and what's it? I'm too Al- young. I'm too young for that. Yeah. I'm probably like, no, but Matt, it's, it's a movie you should it. search out and watch. It is no. honestly It's horrible. <laughs> I have, but you can't stop watching it. <laughs> I have paint to dry that I'd rather watch. You gotta watch at least once. At least once. Yeah. You gotta get the pop culture. And then um, uh, casino, I love Meh. casino. Eh. Love it. Um, and then Goodfellas, casino, that whole uh, that the Godfather whole was mm. good. 
But if it's on, I'm not going to sit there. It's okay. too long. Two two pop culture things I hate. The Godfather and Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad was good. Can't stand it. I'll give you Breaking Bad. It was okay. Um, I don't know that we... It was it was rough to finish the last season. How did people But I love the Better Call Saul. How did people sit through that and be like, Oh, I can't wait till it comes on next week. Like, it was terrible. Better Call Saul is a thousand times better than Breaking Bad. We started watching it, but I really I haven't got into uh, it. Better what, Call Saul? How yeah. many episodes? It's slow, but it's awesome. But it's the pace creative. stays the same, but yes. you, you it grows on you. Yeah, the yeah. pacing is awesome. And I love it because you're actually, you're in it, right? Like, you're watching everything and the humor in it. Like, I'm laughing and people around me are like, what's funny? Like, it's I don't so understand. Dry. It's so dry. But it's, it's awesome. so good. Um and I've actually went, I, so I, I started, I did what Josh did. I started halfway through one of the seasons without realizing it. Cause I had watched it like a couple years ago or whenever it first came out and we didn't like it. So then I, so then I had to go back and rewatch it. So I watched a couple episodes twice again and they're still right. entertaining and watchable. But Speaking um, entertaining and watch, watchable, November, Yellowstone comes back out, baby. Yeah. I forgot all about, about that. You said that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, July, I think. Um, what's it oh. called? With the guy from the office, Jason. No, Jack Ryan comes out third yeah. season. That's good. Uh, I have clarification that I, and I was thinking about this today, and I think I maybe I misremembered it or not. On Yellowstone, did they not buy bison? Buy bison? I don't think so. Like did they not get the a show? truckload of bison in Somebody the show? Somebody got it. Yes. Somebody got some bison. They're going to try it. To, to me, does that not seem like it was like a thing they put in and then just cut some scenes out because they were going to do something with it? Like they just because he like um, what's the main character's name? Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner looks over and goes, what are we going to do with this? And it was just a field full of bison. I think they bought. I think maybe they bought a farm or a ranch that had bison in it. Yeah, maybe. I think but they, you're right. They kind, of, but but it'll be a callback at some point because they're delivered on a truck, though. Because I I was, yeah. And then yeah. I was like, well, maybe I could go back and look at. But I will admit, I don't have that. I am time. looking forward to Yellowstone. I hate to say it, but it it, it was a good show. It it had all the. But I hate to say it, it's a good show. Yeah, don't be ashamed of that. Yeah. House of the if Dragon. You tell me Brothers. you're going watch Sex in the City, then I'll will shame you forever. But don't you want to know that. what Mr. Big is up to? I watched Queen of the South. It was all right. And I like Justified. I have no idea what those two are. They're on Prime. Oh, no. speaking of good shows, Shorzy is now on Crave. So. Is that good? What's Shorzy again? It's a spinoff from Letterkenny. Okay. Yeah. I haven't gotten good. that far yet. Oh, those were good. Uh, Lord of the Rings series on Amazon Prime coming out in a few months, says Patrick LaRocca. Yeah, it's already on Crave. I watched all of them last week. Did you? Awesome. Big trouble in a little China. Yep. There we go. <laughs> yeah. All right. We should probably end it. It's uh, so. getting late. Thank you guys yeah. for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, again, we're available on podcast form. Download us and uh, we can come right to your phone every week. Thanks, guys, for watching. We'll see you next week.